I'd rather invest often, hire and fire quickly, many times wasting money on accident, than try and figure it out on my own anymore. Because I'm always going to come out ahead with this, this type of mentality. Welcome, everybody. This is For the Love of Money, where we are making you unapologetic about your pursuit of success by sharing the tools, tips, and stories of those who have already made it. My name is Chris Harder, and each week I will bring you incredible guests in order to prove that when good people make good money, they do great things. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another amazing episode of For the Love of Money. Today, we're going to talk about wasting money here on Money Monday. And not intentionally wasting money, but the fact that wasting money in business is a prerequisite for success. I mean, it is inevitable. Now, I'm actually going to get you really excited by the end of this thing about wasting a little bit of money as you build your business. What I'm not going to do is tell you that it feels good when you do, right? You might feel kind of dumb, or you might feel a little bit angry, or you might feel a little bit resentful. But that's okay because you're going to hear a lot of stories where we wasted money, but we pulled valuable lessons that were worth the cost of admission, so to speak, as I tell a few stories in this episode. But the bottom line is this, wasting money in an effort to grow your business is a prerequisite for success. And the faster you start to digest that, the better. I'm going to prove that to you right now. Now, speaking of you know learning those valuable lessons when it comes to growing your business, These are some of the things that we teach in our more entry to mid-level mastermind called Fast Foundations. Now, something incredible happened last week, by the way. Uh, We launched our new virtual version of Fast Foundations. It's for businesses that are making zero to 500 grand a year. And we have never done anything like this before. We launched it and 91% of the spots sold out in the first week. Like That has never happened before. So it tells me two things. One, people are craving connection and they're craving the shortcut. And number two, this event, Fast Foundations, this six-month mastermind, really has finally made a name for itself where people were waiting at the gates, where they were literally waiting for that moment that they could hit enroll. So the result is this. We're down to a handful of spots by the time you hear this. Um, I'm recording this in the week that we opened cart on this thing. So by the time you hear it, there may not even be a spot. But if you're called to get trained in business by us and you make less than $500,000 a year, just shoot me the word fast. Text me the word fast to 310-421-0416. Literally, text me personally. Just send me the word fast so I know what it's about. And you can send it to 310-421-0416. And you and I will have a quick uh, chat back and forth on text to see, well, number one, if there's a spot available, but more importantly, if it'd be a good fit for you or not. All right. Now, let's talk about wasting money in business being a prerequisite for success. This was an area where I had a lot of growth to do, right? So this is an episode where I'm lifting the curtain on, hey, dummy, that was me. Hey, dummy, you're holding Lori back. You're holding your team back. You're holding your brand back by being afraid of wasting money. I was so worried about the bottom line and being profitable and making good decisions that I was holding us back. You know, one of the things that I see hold everybody back the most right now, because we work with obviously lots and lots of entrepreneurs, is their personal fear of wasting money because they're afraid that they're going to hire the wrong agency, the wrong coach, the wrong you know advertising firm or PR firm. They're going to hire the wrong employee, et cetera, you name it. But here's the great irony. 
You are going to waste money on bad hires, bad coaches, bad programs, bad agencies. It is impossible not to. So once you accept that you're going to um, unfortunately lose money once in a great while, then you, you don't have that uh, expectation hangover, as my friend Christine would put it, right? You expect to make perfect choices, you make a bad one, and then you beat yourself up over it. So it's not only inevitable, but it's, ready for this? It's like a rite of passage. It's a rite of passage to waste a little bit of money in an effort to grow your business. And this episode is really just meant to free you up from this belief that you're going to get it right all the time, right? To take away that perfectionism and to really let you know that in order to find the right places to invest your money, you're once in a while going to have to find the wrong place. So here's the punchline. Here's my personal punchline about this. Ready? I'd rather invest often, hire and fire quickly, wasting money occasionally, than stay stuck forever trying to figure it out all on my own. I'll still always come out ahead this way, you guys. I'm going I'm to repeat this. I'd rather invest often, hire and fire quickly, many times wasting money on accident, than try and figure it out on my own anymore. Because I'm always going to come out ahead with this, this type of mentality. Now, here's why this, important, why, why this episode is, is so important when it comes to taking you to the next level. You see, the problem is that when you play defense all the time, you never move the ball down the field, right? You're always back on your heels. People are always coming at you. When you play defense all the time, you never move the ball down the field. You're always going to be way more concerned with making the right hire or choosing the right service or not getting duped or not getting screwed over, then you are going to be in moving the ball down the field. And, and this is going to cause you to be paralyzed. It's going to cause you to move slowly. It's going to cause you to be too cautious. And the end result is you're going to stay stuck with this self-imposed ceiling that you're holding over yourself by trying to figure it out and go at it alone. You can't do it without a team. You can't do it without, without you know, like 1099 hires. You can't do it without expert advice. You can't do it. You can only get so far. And you have this self-imposed ceiling that you yourself are holding over your own head by trying to do it this way. So to really show you that it's okay to make mistakes, here's a few stories where we've wasted money and still come out ahead, either by learning from it or discovering what we didn't need so that we could then go search for what we did need, right? Most of these mistakes, they paid us back many times over with clarity. Clarity on what we did want, clarity on what we did need, clarity on who we should work with. And let me tell you, that clarity is priceless. So here's, here's a, a quick one. Years and years and years ago, Lori and I once paid $74,000 to be a part of a mastermind. It's a really shiny leader and, and uh, they did a great job of of presenting why we're going to have all these breakthroughs in it. So we paid $74,000 for it. There's supposed to be three meetings. We went to one of them. And when we went to that first one, we realized that this was absolutely not a right fit for us. And honestly, this person should have known that it was not a right fit for us. But nonetheless, we made the choice and we owned the choice. So was it a waste of $74,000? Because we never went back to the, the other two meetings the rest of the year. Nope. Instead, what lesson did we pull out of this? We learned what we didn't want to do when it came to selling our own masterminds. We learned what we didn't want to promise. 
we learned uh, how we did not want to show up when it came to teaching and executing in a mastermind. And the end result is we have put on millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars of successful masterminds that move the needle for endless numbers of people all the time. And that wouldn't happen without us learning what we didn't want to do in this one experience. So that was more than worth the $74,000 decision there. Here's another one. We once hired a digital marketing agency long before we owned our own. You guys may not know that, by the way. We own a digital marketing agency that a lot of really big names that you follow uh, hire. So a lot of the ads that you see in funnels and all that fun stuff that's built by our digital marketing agency. Anyways, long before we knew what we were doing and long before we owned an agency, we once paid $15,000 in a retainer to a, a digital marketing agency that promised all these incredible metrics and we're going to be able to use these metrics to really you know, hack the system and bring in all these leads, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But we got nothing back but a whole bunch of analytics. A couple of months went by, tons of analytics and no real direction or clarity of what to do with them. So once again, was this a waste of 15 grand? No. What was the lesson? Well, the lesson was this one was on us, right? We learned that we needed patience when we hired agencies. We learned that we needed to ask the right questions when we hired agencies. We learned that had we stuck with this agency, now hindsight looking back, because now we know what we're doing, had we stuck with this agency, although it wasn't the, the timeline they painted, they were actually giving us really good data that had we been patient, stuck with them, would have paid massive dividends in the long run. So did we hire a bad agency? No. We had the wrong idea of how fast we were going to see fruit on the tree when we made that hire of the agency. So that was a very valuable lesson for us. Third lesson, third story. Uh, Several years back, when Lori was really growing her brand, we decided that we were going to make uh, this flashy internal PR hire right? Public relations. And uh, by the way, not all PR is bad, but the truth is it's really hard to find uber effective PR um, simply by the, the very nature of how it works. So we hire this PR person, this individual. We give them a six-figure salary. They're a full-time employee. Six months go by of shiny promise, shiny opportunity. We're really close to this. We're really close to that. And really nothing came of it. Nothing. So we dished out a six-figure salary for basically nothing in return. What was the lesson there? Did we waste that money? Nope. The lesson there was we learned once again that the decision was on us making the shiny higher instead of vetting the person. More importantly, us not knowing what we wanted exactly out of this individual because this individual did bring some opportunities like, nope, that's the wrong message. Nope, that's the wrong opportunity. Nope, I don't want to collaborate with that. So, I mean, in a way, they were kind of doing their job, but we didn't make it clear on what we would and would not say yes to. So the lesson was before making a big flashy hire like that, we need to be clear on what we want out of it. And then we need to be able to communicate that to the individual. And that would have either saved us from making this hire or maybe pointed this individual in a different direction while they were working with us and would have had more success. So you might be thinking right now after these few stories, how many expensive mistakes am I going to make before you know, we get some momentum and a, and a real payoff here? Now, whatever your goal might be, hundred grand, a million dollars, $10 million, $100 million, doesn't matter. Whatever your goal might be, my personal answer to you 
on how many mistakes are you going to make until you get it right is this. In fact, here's my, my first, my, my true interpersonal answer for me on this. My true interpersonal answer to me on this, how many mistakes is it going to take me? The answer is as many as it takes because I'm playing the long game. I'm willing to get it wrong until I get it right. That's just me personally. And I think that's why we've had a lot of success. But externally, my answer would be, I see very commonly a one-to-one ratio of bad hires or bad decisions to successful ones. A one-to-one ratio. And right now, you're probably thinking like, that's the worst punchline I've ever heard. Wait, what do you mean one-to-one? Like That means I'm just going to kind of break even in bad decisions? No, not at all. Because here's what happens when you make a bad decision and then a good one, and then a bad decision and then a good one. Number one, you're moving forward. And moving forward is progress. And you're learning from the bad ones. Remember the examples I just gave? So you're turning bad ones into good ones. But when you make one good one, one bad one, one good one, one bad one, here's what happens. The successful choices, because they're successful, whether you hired a great coach, a great agency, a great partner, a great team member, a great employee, whatever, they pay such massive, long-term dividends with such breakthroughs and such like next-level type of movement that it comes out to a 10-to-1 advantage. So you making the bad choices, you making the bad hires at a rate of one good one, one bad one, one good one, one bad one, or maybe one good mastermind, one bad one, one good coach, one bad one, one good agency, one bad one. Doesn't matter. That one-to-one ratio that I see everybody do has a 10-to-1 payoff because when you get the good ones, they pay a 10-to-1 multiple because you get to lock arms with them and ride off into the sunset. And that is why you move forward expecting to make bad hires, expecting to waste money, expecting to make mistakes bravely. That's why I'm encouraging you to lean in to the mistakes, lean into the possibility that you're going to waste money and to accept the fact that wasting money is a prerequisite to your success. And when you've got that type of abundant attitude, like we talk about all the time, that's when all the gates are going to open up for you. And that's when good people like you make good money, like we always say here. And I want to help you make good money. So by the way, don't forget to text me. If you want one of the last fast foundation spots, text me the word fast to 310-421-0416. We'll text back and forth, see if it's a good fit for you, see if we have any spots left. And if it is, you and I, my wife, my team, and everybody else who are like-minded peers are going to lock arms with you and move your business to the right, to the next, to that awesome level that you've been dreaming of. Shoot me the word fast, 310-421-0416. In the meantime, always appreciate your listens. Please share this with somebody who you know needs to hear it and DM me on Instagram at Chris W. Harder. I love your takeaways. Thanks for listening. And if you loved this episode and know of someone else who is as successful as they are generous, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you help me get this cause and this message out to as many listeners as I can. So please, if you liked what you heard, it goes a long way if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. I'll be forever grateful. And until the next episode, cheers to your success.